you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Greetings and welcome to the Daily NFL Fantasy Live podcast. Happy Friday the 13th. I'm Jason Voorhees alongside Michael Fabiano, Akbar Bajabiamila, Adam Rank, Marcus Grant, Kobe Jones, U.S. soccer star, stops by today. He's a big fan of fantasy football, going to get his takes on the playoffs. Adam Rank has all his big likes and dislikes for Week 15. We preview a ton of games and give you the sleepers we think could be the difference between a win and a loss for you. Also, a big recap of Thursday Night Football, and yes, I'm sorry that playing all those big playmakers may have killed your fantasy hopes for this week. Just like, you know, it's Friday the 13th. I'm going to wind up killing everybody on the show. There's going to be one person left at the end. It's going to be a girl. She's going to be screaming, and she's going to wind up killing me, but I'm not going to be dead. going to be back to the sequel. I'm going to get killed again, back to the sequel again. We'll do this like 10 or 12 more times. It's NFL Fantasy Live Podcast. Remember, you can join the conversation. Tweet us using the hashtag NFL Fantasy or send your questions to our show's Twitter handle, at NFL Fantasy. Let's get right to the big AFC West showdown in Denver between the Broncos and Chargers where fantasy points went, well, not to die, but to take a long nap. Peyton Manning, you were looking for a big game from him and Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. Kind of. Broncos opening possession. It's Peyton Manning to... As we all predicted, Andre Caldwell. I was wow. going to start him, and at the last second, I said, nah, I'm going to keep him on my bench. And start Calvin Johnson instead. Correct. I didn't see that one coming. I don't know how you saw that one. 7-0 Broncos, second quarter. Watch Doc Bar's tweet after this play. Keenan Allen. Oh, look at that. I'm a man. Runs it the rest of the way after the slant for a touchdown. Game is tied at 10 apiece. Less than two minutes to go before the half. It's Rivers again, Keenan Allen. Boy, you know, Keenan Allen has just, con- he continues to raise his fantasy value. I can't wait till 2014. If you told me before the game he was only going to catch two passes, I'd have benched him. But they were both touchdowns. <laughs> 15 fantasy points, or nearly 15 for Keenan Allen. Charges first possession, second half. Ryan Matthews. Oh, I got my way down back. the sideline. The 23-yard touchdown, 127 yards on 29 I told carries. You, I am the curse of Ryan Matthews. If I don't promote him, he is all of a sudden good. 24-10 charges, fourth quarter. It's Manning. It worked so well the first time. It's Andre Caldwell. Again? Oh, boy, I can't wait for it. That helps no one. That's a special addition right there. Broncos trailing 24-17, under six minutes left to go. Broncos looking to tie it. Manning hit while he throws. 
pass is picked off by the Chargers. So, no fantasy points there unless you're starting the Chargers defense. And let's face it, who's starting them against Peyton Manning? Not too many people. 30 seconds left to go. Broncos trailing by a touchdown. Onside kick. Gets swatted out of bounds by the Chargers with the facial. (laughs) San Diego wins it by the final of 27-20. They stay in the playoff race. And speaking of playoffs, these are not good numbers if you started anybody in fantasy outside of Phillip Rivers and Keenan Allen. Uh, I also met Ryan Matthews had a big day as well. But even though Peyton Manning, 17 points, guys, not a great game from him. Disappointments abound from Marino, Julius Thomas, Demarius Thomas, Eric Decker. The Chargers kept Peyton Manning and the Broncos offense off the football field. Yeah, but the way they did that was by time of possession, and that was by running the ball. And they were so efficient with running the ball with Ryan Matthews. He looked like a totally different running back. I mean, this wasn't the Ryan Matthews that we've seen in years past. This is the Ryan Matthews that they thought that they drafted, and he's able to hit the hole. Even in the zone running, he was able to find that and just turn the leg. You could tell by his vision. His vision was on point in this game. They committed to 29 rushes, and he gave you some fantasy points. He just needed everyone to lose confidence in him, and now suddenly now he's great. Keenan Allen, though, Fabs, you're, obviously you're playing. He's a high-end wide receiver, too, every week. If you're drafting next year, where do you take him at? I don't know that he's going to be a one, maybe a low-end one, a high-end two, somewhere in that uh, in that category because there are a lot of good wide receivers in the National Football League and some young guys coming up just like Keenan Allen. And he can jump just like Akbar. Yeah, I, and I jumped pretty high. <laughs> Peyton Manning, it wasn't an awful game for him, so it's not like he gave you 10 or 11 fantasy points, but you're always counting on Peyton for 22 to 25 fantasy People points. People who got to the playoffs with Peyton got there based on 25, 30 fantasy points every single week. So if you started Peyton this weekend, let's face it, most people did, you're going to have to make up those points somewhere else in your starting lineup. As far as Peyton goes, are you worried at all this is an end-of-the-season slowdown for him and maybe the next couple weeks not going to give you what he gave you? No, I, I think Peyton Manning will be able to turn it around. Of course, you know, we have this high expectation for him, but Peyton Manning, you're going to continue to play him. He is a baller. And keep playing all the Broncos' big playmakers, even though they had a bad No doubt this about week. it. they got a better matchup coming up next week against Houston. N- nobody's perfect in fantasy. Yeah, this is, of course, if you're still alive after <laughs> playing all those Broncos' playmakers on yeah. Thursday. Now, if you want to win a trip to Super Bowl 49, NFL.com's Playoff Challenge gives you the opportunity to do just that. Each week, you pick a lineup of players in the NFL playoffs that you think will be the top performer at their respective positions. Bonus points are awarded each time a player stays in your lineup for consecutive weeks. So choose wisely. Sign up today at NFL.com slash playoff challenge. For more, let's go to Adam Rank and Marcus Grant. Guys. Thank you, Jason. The fantasy professor Marcus Grant and I here with your latest fantasy headlines for Friday, December 13th. We start In the NFC North, Bears coach Mark Tressman announced Thursday Jay Cutler will resume his duties as starter and get the nod for the Bears on Sunday versus the Cleveland Browns. This will be Cutler's first game action since Week 10. Marcus, what do you expect out of Cutler this week? Well, I think he's a guy who's a good start. He's got a really good matchup. You just worry about him after the long layoff coming back in a game that could have some pretty nasty weather with the wind and the snow there in Cleveland. I know we'll have more on this a little bit later on in the show, though. All right, Cutler starting has wide fantasy ramifications. What does this mean for guys like Martellus Bennett, Alshon Jeffrey, Brandon Marshall, guys like that this weekend? Well, I think those guys are still good starts. Jay Cutler, he's a veteran. He knows who his playmakers are on offense. He will find ways to get the football in the hands of those guys and see what they can do down the field. Yeah, And as you said, we'll talk about this a little bit more as the show rolls on. But let's stick, let's stick to the NFC North again as Packers head coach Mike McCarthy announced Friday. Quarterback Aaron Rodgers is out Sunday versus the Cowboys. 
Backup Matt Flynn took first team reps at Green Bay's practice on Friday. What do we see from Matt Flynn? Well, I think Matt Flynn is a very cautious start right now. The matchup looks really good. You just can't really trust him. At this point in the season, with the playoffs on the line, it's hard to plug Matt Flynn into your lineup. I'm going to put you on the spot. Campbell, Cutler, or Flynn? I'm going to go with Jason Campbell, surprisingly. I like what he's done. He played really well against the Patriots. Bears are a good matchup for him. Let's stick with the Green Bay Packers, though. Rookie running back Eddie Lacy, who is a potential candidate for Rookie of the Year, was limited in practice on Friday and is listed as probable on the team's official practice reports. Any concerns here? Absolutely none over Eddie Lacy. The guy has been running well. The Dallas Cowboys have trouble stopping the run game. I think you get Eddie Lacy into your lineup with no hesitation. You need to go out and make sure that Jimmy Starks is on your roster. I would make sure he is handcuffed there just in case something weird happens between now and Sunday with Eddie Lacy. But as long as Lacy's healthy, you're playing him. Okay, if, if he's kind of shaky, though, is it safe to start Starks? If, if Lacey is a shaky start, then I think you put, J, you put James Starks in there, and I think you're good to go. Okay, let's take a look now at more of the latest injury information from around the league on this Friday. Marcus, we see some big names there. MJD, though, we do know is doubtful. Eddie Lacey, probable. Willis McGahee, he is questionable. Or, excuse me, Willis McGahee is out. Cecil Shorts is questionable. Michael Floyd was limited. At practice on Friday, and of course, with Willis McGahee being out, as I said, we will talk more about his potential replacement coming up later on in the show. But this seems like we're an NFC North-themed show because we're going to talk about Detroit Lions running back Reggie Bush. He returned to practice on Friday, and Bush missed the Lions' Week 14 game against the Eagles after re-aggravating a calf injury in warm-ups, and we're hopeful He's going to be able to play on Monday night. But what do we do here, Marcus? Well, I, I think you definitely have something ready for Sunday. Right now, I am believing Reggie Bush when he says he is going to play on Monday night in that game there. Look, the good news is there's not going to be any snow for him to slip on on the sidelines since they're playing at home in Detroit. So, you know, not have to worry about that go. so much. That's, that's a positive, That's right? a positive, so absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm going with him when he says he's going to play this week. And if he's playing, I think you like the matchup and you put him in your lineup. Okay, now I wasn't kidding when I said we're sticking with the NFC North. <laughs> it's all <laughs> NFC North all the time. All the time. Vikings head coach Leslie Frazier said at his Friday press conference that both Adrian Peterson and Toby Gerhardt will get some work in Friday's practice, or they did get work, and now it looks like it's going to be a game-time decision for both these guys. But Coach Fraser seemed optimistic regarding Peterson, you know, saying that, quote, he looked far better than I anticipated. It was impressive when you consider the original diagnosis, he's unique, end quote. Yeah, I guess unique, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what you say when you don't really want to say something bad about somebody. But Adrian Peterson... If he's playing, he's playing for you. But make sure you've got Toby Gerhardt as your handcuff, just, just in, in case, case something happens. There are no worse words in the fantasy lexicon than game time decision. Game time decision. Those are the worst words ever. So you have Peterson, have Gerhardt ready to go. I guess if you're really feeling saucy this weekend, maybe I, you grab Matt Asiata. Really? Wow. But I don't know that you go that deep. Fantasy playoffs, though. Playoffs, yeah. You it's don't, tough. Trust, you don't okay. trust Matt Asiata with your playoff not, life. Not so much. Washington Redskins tight end Jordan Reed missed practice again on Friday and is undergoing evaluation for ongoing headaches he's had since suffering a concussion four weeks ago. Unfortunate news for a rising fantasy star, but at this point, Reed holds 
no fantasy value going forward. What do you think about Kirk Cousins, though? Because it, it seems like it would have helped him out a little bit. I think it would have helped him out. Certainly quarterbacks, when they're new or haven't started in a while, like the tight end as a safety option there. Unfortunately, Jordan Reed's not going to be there. That hurts when you talk about the tight end position, which has been uncertain all year. All right. Well, thank you very much, Marcus. We will move on because are you in need of a running back or wide receiver to fill out your playoff roster? Well, we'll reveal our top spot starts of Week 15. But first... We're taking a look at some of the most intriguing fantasy matchups in Week 15, and we tell you what to expect from your studs on Sunday. NFL Fantasy Live keeps on rolling. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Here's your Week 15 schedule, Eagles-Vikings. How many fantasy points for that Eagles offense against that really putrid Vikings defense? Texans and the Colts, can Andy Luck keep it going? Bears and the Browns. Could be a plethora of fantasy points there. Take a look at the late games now for Week 15. These are This is the time where owners are going to be really nervous, biting nails, going, I need 36 points from Tavon Austin and I can win. Bengals, Steelers, 8.30. Monday night, of course, Ravens and the Lions. Reggie Bush says, oh, I'm going to play on Monday night. Keep it right here at NFL Fantasy Live for more information. Now, as we just saw, a great slate of games on tap for this week, but who's going to come out on top? You tell us by going to NFL.com slash Pick'em and participating in our weekly Pick'em Fantasy game. There, you can select winners for every game on Sunday and accumulate fantasy points for each correct pick. See how you stack up against all of the experts and Hall of Famers from NFL Network. Sign up today at NFL.com slash Pick'em. That's NFL.com slash Pick'em. Going to do our own version of Pick'em right now. Going to take a look at a few games, tell you who's going to win, and what players we're watching fantasy-wise. First game is Washington at Atlanta. Akbar, who do you like in this one, and who are you watching? Well, boy, this is going to be an interesting game, to say the least, but I like the Atlanta Falcons to win this game 28-23. And the one guy I'm really looking at on the other side, though, is the Washington Redskins quarterback, Kirk Cousin, with all the commotion going on over there with, you know, Mike Shanahan and RG3. What will Kirk Cousin do against this very good de- – excuse me, a very good matchup against this defense with the Atlanta Falcons? I think Kirk Cousin's going to go out there and he's going to execute exactly what Shanahan wants him to do, and that's to be able to find his wide receivers, hit those 15-yard end cuts, and get this offense moving because we saw that RG3 struggled with that in the last couple of weeks, averaging 12 points a game. On the other side of the ball, I like – Roddy White. Roddy White is coming back, you know, early in the season. He was hampered by his his old ankle injury, and that really hurt his fantasy value, and people were kind of tripping on him. But this is a very good matchup against the Washington Redskins. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe you did that. Yeah, I have Jordy Nelson. Well, watch Roddy White ball out against the Redskins. As a flex, a two? What do you start? No, he's the number two wide receiver. For sure. That good for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I wish I had him. It would have been better than (laughs) (laughs) Jordy All right, I'm looking at San Francisco and Tampa Bay. This is an early game. I'm going to go Niners 23-17. And a couple of players you got to watch out for in this game. The first one is Bobby Rainey. Yes, you loved him. I loved him last week. He was terrific. He's got five touchdowns his last five games, but he's got a really tough matchup against the 49ers. Ninth fewest fantasy points to running backs in the last four weeks, just over 13. This is a Niners defense. that This is one of those situations where they're going to overwhelm the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense. Tampa Bay's still going to get some points, but to expect Bobby Bobby Rainey to have you 15 fantasy points like he did last week after his first carry. That's not going to happen. Another guy I'm a little nervous about is Colin Kaepernick. This Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense has been really good the last month. They have 12 interceptions, the most in the National Football League. This is one of those games where Kaepernick wins a game-managed type situation. He doesn't put up big numbers. I actually like Tampa Bay's defense more in this one than I do Colin Kaepernick. So, tough one to watch out for. I think there's going to be a lot of fantasy points in that one. 
Green Bay and Dallas. Marcus, who you got in this one? I think the Dallas Cowboys get a win. They need to get one to hang in this NFC East race with the Philadelphia Eagles, and I think they find a way to pull something out. A guy I'm keeping an eye on, though, Tony Romo, because Tony Romo's a guy that coming into the season, a lot of people were really looking at in terms of his fantasy production. He started out great. He struggled. You see that less than 240 passing yards each of his last four games. More importantly, there's been so much talk about the calendar flipping over to December and how Romo doesn't play well. A lot of fantasy owners are going to need him to step up and play well. And, uh, you know, just don't know if he's going get, to get that done. Very concerning about Romo. The other guy I'm watching, Eddie Lacy, because I like Eddie Lacy a lot in this one. Six rushing touchdowns in his last eight weeks. He is playing some really good football, and he's got a fantastic matchup against a Cowboys defense that has struggled stopping the run. They couldn't stop a runny nose right now. So I like Eddie Lacy. He looks like he's going to be healthy and playing. Get him in your lineup. Now, wait a minute. You can't talk this without mentioning James Jones. What do you do with James Jones? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you play James Jones as a flex. I think, I think he has flex appeal. This week. Flexibility. Right. Flexibility. Flexibility. You like that? Yeah. Dang it. Yeah. All right. Arizona at Tennessee. This is a late game. Could decide a lot of fantasy championships or who goes to the championship. Rank, who do you like and who are you keeping an eye on? I like this game a lot. I like the Arizona Cardinals. This is a team that is barreling into that NFC playoff picture. And a player that I'm going to look for from a fantasy perspective is Andre Ellington. This is a great matchup against the Tennessee Titans, who have allowed the third most fantasy points at home to running backs, and if you've seen Dre Ellington run this season, he's been pretty good, averaging close to six yards per attempt. He's scored at least seven fantasy points in four of his last five games, and he's somebody that you can use as a flex option this week. And on the other side of the football, Delaney Walker has certainly caught my eye because the Arizona Cardinals do not stop tight ends at all. Nobody has been more generous to the position over this season than the Cardinals. And if you look at what Delaney Walker has done during his last few times on the field. He has scored a touchdown in his last three games, so that's a good pickup right there. And I know I neglected to say who I thought was going to be the winner. I'm going to take, I'm going to take the uh, birds there, 23-16. All right, here's our NFL Fantasy Pick'em recap. Uh, I'm the lone wolf, thinks the Redskins can pull this out. They'll play hard for Kirk Cousins. We're all in lockstep about the 49ers. Adam Rank, the lone wolf for the Green Bay Packers. And Wait, it's the, split. It's December, right? It is December. <laughs> I got confused for a moment. <laughs> and we're split between Arizona and Tennessee. Now, weather played a big factor in a handful of games last Sunday to see how the Doppler is shaping up for kickoff this week. Let's send it out to our fantasy meteorologist, Jim Kosick of ABC4 in Salt Lake City. Jim, you look good. The LASIK doing well. No sunglasses. Hey, all the better to see you guys with and the weather that's going in across the lower 48 because we don't play football in Alaska and Hawaii. We should. Roger Goodell, are you listening to me? Meanwhile, a tale of two separate storm systems here, gentlemen, because one coming down from old Canada, uh, the border guards are just letting it funnel on in. You know what that means? Snow. Lake effect snow. And who gets lake effect snow like nobody's business? Cleveland, of course. And they will have it off and on throughout the course of Sunday. The Bears, the Bears, the Bears are in town. That was awesome with Ditka last weekend. He looked a little chilly. uh, And you're going to be chilly at this one, too. Only 25 degrees. But there's another storm system that I want to talk about as well. It's out over the Pacific Pond right now, right about here. It's not so much this feature here. It's this one, yeah, that's going to do a little right across the, uh, see, that's why I never was an artiste, and I went into this profession. It heads right for the Sunshine State, and there's three games. We'll go north to south, 
Jaguars, Showers Exit, Temps in the 60s, The Bucks, Woo! 75? Ah, Bacali Kaepernick. Watch out for a thunderstorm. Ball gets slick. You can't throw it then. Meanwhile, Tannehill taking on Brady and 81 beautiful degrees. Listen, to keep yourselves dry, bring some Christmas ornaments. Chuck them over the old pineapple head you got going, and you'll be just fine as we wrap up week 15, guys. All right, thanks a lot, Jim. When NFL Fantasy Live returns, will Nick Foles continue his magical 2013? Can Tom Brady be a viable fantasy starter without Gronk? We discuss that and more. Plus, a member of three U.S. World Cup teams and an Olympian, soccer star, and fantasy maven Kobe Jones joins us next as we lend him some fantasy advice for the playoffs. This is NFL Fantasy Live. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. He represented the United States in three FIFA World Cups, as well as the 1992 Summer Olympics in Barcelona, and also the proud fantasy football general manager of the OG of G&G, Kobe Jones. Welcome to NFL Fantasy Live. Thanks like for that. having me. Thanks, that's, an OG, that's an OG team name right there. Yeah, that's what, right. You know what that. What's, what's the OG of G&G? What is that? OG, we all know what that stands for, but green and gold, the original colors of the L.A. Galaxy. Oh, oh very nice. Okay. All, right. all right, so now we've been doing fantasy football for a long time. How would you get involved? Well, actually, as a player on the Galaxy, we kind of put together a team. And, you know, to be very honest, at the very beginning, I wasn't too into it. But, you know, after a couple of years, I started learning all the stat tracker, all that. And you could actually follow live and everything. Then, you know, I was all for it, and I'm hooked. You're the one in the bar saying, can we get Browns Rams on? Can we get Browns Rams on? I need that game. All right, now your team is playing this week in the fantasy semifinals of the Galaxy Fantasy Premier League. You're in with some friends that work at the LA Galaxy. So let's take a look now at your roster heading into this big matchup this weekend. Russell Wilson, the quarterback. Matt Forte, it's a pretty good lineup. you got a lot of talent there, like but this. looks like you have a question there, Reggie Bush there in your uh, running back slot. Yeah, I got a big question there. Last weekend, I almost got bumped out of the playoffs because of Reggie Bush getting injured right before the game started. So I need some help. I need to know who to really put into that position. Is he going to play or not? Well, it's all about his practice. And because he's playing on Monday, if he's able to practice on a Saturday, then I think you're safe. You don't have Joyke Bell, do you? No, unfortunately. I think if Reggie practices on Saturday, you're okay. Okay, I'll have to go with that. Who can he get instead? Chris Obanaya is a name that comes right to my mind. This is a guy who is going to be the featured back for the Browns this week. Willis McGahee's hurt. He didn't practice today, and he's playing the Bears. They have one of the worst run defenses in the league. Chris Obanaya is a major – I can't say that because I'm not Nigerian – is a major sleeper. <laughs> In fantasy leagues this week. Well, Akbar, you noticed something about yeah, his quarterback. Yeah, I, I'm looking at your roster, and I'm, I'm noticing that you only have one quarterback. You're all in right now on Russell Wilson. Why so high on Russell? You know, I, I like the, what he did last year. He was kind of my, my holdover for this year, and, I mean, he's a talent. at Seattle. I think he's really dominated the field as far as his running game and his passing game. And to be honest, I'm one of the few that, you know, play week to week on quarterbacks, betting everything on him. If he gets injured, I am a little bit in trouble. You know, I, I like the way you roll because I'm, I've always been that type of guy, just a risky kind of player, especially with your, you know, with, you've got, you're able to get other players on your team by only having one quarterback. But I like this pick, especially going up against the New York Giants. They've allowed right now for the last three quarterbacks to score about 22 fantasy points. So this is a very good play to have Russell Wilson, and he's made his wide receivers who are not star wide receivers look very, very good good i'm happy about that that's a ringing endorsement and don't worry if something happened pick up geno smith i'm sure he's available we're looking at your flex position right right now you have the dolphins uh, running back lamar miller in there but you also have anquan bolden you have andre ellington what are you thinking now with miller 
And are you 100% sold on him there, or what are you thinking? No, with the concussion issues and possibly splitting time there, I'm not sure if, if I'm going to go with Miller or not. It's a good question to you. Who should I put in that position? If you start Reggie Bush, if he's fine, if he practices on Saturday, Chris? Ogbonaya. Is the man you should pick up and start over all three of those guys. Well, yeah. I'm learning right and now. And this that, is yeah. a PPR league, yeah. too, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, Even PPR. better. So Even basically better. get my phone right now and just pick up Ogbonaya. You should well, do that. Yeah, and, and, and on top of that with Ogbonaya, not only is he a part of the run game, but he's a part of the passing yes. game, and this Chicago Bears defense is horrible. 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 All right, now one position we haven't gotten to yet, you made, you know, made your living with your feet. And usually when it comes to kickers here in NFL Fantasy Live, we say, okay, take kickers as your final draft pick. They're kind of an afterthought. But according to these numbers, maybe you shouldn't. Here are some players who have a pretty good seasons that have all been outscored by Steven Goskowski. Really? Who's got more points than everybody. 135 points. This is through week 14. More than Ryan Matthews. More than MJD. Julius Thomas. Torrey Smith. Anquan Bolin. Really rubbing it in. You know, yeah. 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 List here. Ray Kickers are people too. Round. Kickers, Kickers are people. have been fantastic this season. Matt Prater. Steven Goskowski. You're seeing kickers put up big time numbers. I respect that position. Now I'm still not going to draft them until the last round, but <laughs> you got to respect what they're doing for fantasy owners. Right, so being a soccer player, do you take kickers like in the first round? Is like my first pick is Janikowski. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, really? really? Look, 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 I played soccer, but we're talking football here, fantasy football. I know kickers are going last. All right. Have you ever, have you kicked a field goal? Yeah, I've kicked a field goal. How far? How far? Forty easy. Really easy, really. Hold on, hold on. He's just not gonna come on Fantasy Live and say you can kick forty yards easy. You think you can do that that easy? I just came on and said it. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, I want to see something then. I want to see it. Uh, Let's you do know it. What? You remember that tented area that uh, you drove by when you walked in? Yeah. That you want to take the NFL Fantasy Live physical challenge later on in the show? Look at that look. Is that a, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm up that? for it. See that setup right there? You want to kick a thirty-yard field goal? Is, is that the size of the field goal? That's the size of the field goal unit. That's, That's a narrow space right there. I want to see. You, I mean, you said you got it. I want to see what you got. Nobody's scared. Nobody worried. All right. Let's do this. Yeah. Nobody's scared. Nobody worried. You guys like are doing that. it with me, though, right? Uh, of course we're going to do it. I don't know if I'm going to make it. Maybe. Physical field goal challenge coming up later on the show. Thank you for accepting because we put that up. I mean, knowing you were coming in, it would be a lot to just take it down. So, All right, but still to come, we're going to kick the field goal, yes, and also we'll have all the big spot starts you need for week 15. It's semifinal week. It's the playoffs. Everything you need to know coming up next. Crushing fantasy dreams from coast to coast, Andre Caldwell with almost 18 fantasy points, a down night for just about every Broncos playmaker. Peyton had an okay night, but not a Peyton night. No Sean Marino at six, Thomas under five, Thomas and Decker both under five. Ryan Matthews had a big night, Phillip Rivers average, Keenan Allen was okay. Not quite the bonanza of fantasy points we expected. There's a lot of people that are going to be this weekend. Boy, that's good news for you. I knew, Adam I knew I should have started Andre Caldwell. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about it all night. And I said, Demarius Thomas or Andre Caldwell? I said, yeah, you should have called his brother Rache. Rache would have told you. Rache? Yeah, Rache would have told you. Because you know Rache Caldwell. Caldwell? No, I don't know him. <laughs> we found a football player Akbar doesn't know. All right, let's get to more previews for the games this Sunday. Chicago, Cleveland, plenty of fantasy impact in this one. This one, the return of Jay Cutler. So, Marcus, knowing that Cutler is back, how's this going to impact the rest of the playmakers? I don't know that it impacts them a whole lot. I mean, Jay Cutler knows who his playmakers are. He knows to get the ball to Brandon Marshall and Alshon Jeffrey. They're going to spread it around to Matt Forte. Those guys are still going to play well. They're still going to get their touches and get their looks. If anything that makes me a little bit concerned about Jay Cutler, it's the long layoff, 
but it's coming back in a game against the Browns where there's a potential for snow, and more than that, it's going to be really windy. And maybe not the snow that affects him. Certainly the wind can be impactful there. I think after that layoff, that's something that maybe gives me a, a little bit of a nervousness. Uh, but what about for ch- playing just Jay Cutler? Can you trust him? Uh, you know, I think you give him a shot. I mean, I, I think, you know, depending on what your matchups are, who else you have on your roster, he's played so well that it's hard to go away from him. But if you put him in your lineup, just be aware the weather could be a factor. I said on yesterday's show that I was a little worried about him. I still say, though, he's a low-end QB1. All right, how about Jordan Cameron? Other side of the coin here. He's been struggling a lot this season. He has, but he's coming off a pretty good game. And let's be honest, guys, the tight end position is pretty pedestrian overall. Struggling. Especially now you have no Rob Gronkowski in there. Jordan Cameron's a guy you are going to start unless you already started Julius Thomas, which uh, in that case, uh, apologies on that one because <laughs> he did not have that big of a, ba- of a game. But Jordan Cameron, again, he's, he's one of the best tight ends in fantasy if you look at his entire body of work. Nine times out of ten, you're playing him. Let's move on to Philadelphia and Minnesota. This one, Cordell Patterson. What I like about him the most, Doc Barnes, I've said this all week long, if you squint, he looks like Randy Moss with long hair. Uh, so you think, boy. I can get Randy Moss type I just production. had LASIK like surgery, this. so I don't know that I see the same thing, <laughs> okay. either in stature or in play. But I can say that Cordell Patterson has been getting better in the last three games. You look at his production, and he's just been getting better because this young rookie is starting to get it. He's at this end now, getting towards the end of the season, where he starts to say, oh, you know what? I can play in the National Football League. I understand my role. And then, you know, of course, with, you know, Adrian Peterson, it, with Adrian Peterson and his health issues, all of a sudden now they're going to start relying and say, hey, look, let's start opening up the playbook here and get Cordero Patterson, uh, you know, involved in, that, in this passing game. Last week against the Baltimore Ravens, he just balled out. And I think you're going to see more of this. I like Cordero Patterson this week. As a wide receiver three and a as flex? A, yeah, as, as a number three or a flex player. All right, Riley Cooper said on Friday, hey, I love Philadelphia. I want to resign here, Fabs. What about Sunday? The matchup is good. Now, Riley has not put up good fantasy numbers over the last three or four weeks, but the Vikings have given up the third most fantasy points to wide receivers at home. That means I'm starting Deshaun Jackson. I am definitely starting Nick Foles. And as a wide receiver 2-3 borderline type, I'm starting Riley Cooper. Let's move on to New England and Miami. That also an early game. Shane Vereen, the running game is in his hands. Yeah, you get a little bit of LeGarrette Blunt, You get a little bit of Stephen Ridley. But really, it's all about Shane Vereen. You start him as a high-end RB, too. I think you definitely do. You know, it's weird. With Patriots running backs, it's kind of like when the calendar changes, we change a new Patriots running back. It was Shane Vereen. It was Stephen Ridley. It was LeGarrette Blunt. Now it's Shane Vereen. This is a guy who's had a career-high 17 targets against the Browns in Week 14. He's averaging eight catches a game this season. That's second most in the NFL. And I know the Dolphins have been have – been pretty bad against running backs this season. They give it the fourth most fantasy points. I think what will really confuse them even more is a guy who doesn't necessarily run it, but catches it a lot out of the backfield. We talked about losing Rob Gronkowski. Some of those targets are going in Shane Vereen's direction, which makes him a very enticing play. Wiggly lines up a tight end. Then what do you do? <laughs> then where do you go? Shane Vereen, easily the guy there. Now, here's Ryan Tannehill, Lockbar. He's played very well his last three games. Can you trust him if you need a quarterback this week? I, I really I really do trust Ryan Tannehill. You know, in his first game against the New England Patriots, he didn't do so well. It didn't look too good. Gave you 10.8 fantasy points there. And the reason why that came about was because Bill Belichick did a really good job in having a lot of disguised look. Kind of confused him, but he wasn't able to activate his leg. Now, you go back to the Ryan Tannehill just last week, who's out there to able to get make some things happen with his legs. If he can do that against the New England Patriots, all of a sudden now, you got a little bit of value here in Ryan Tannehill. So, you can trust Ryan Tannehill. And look at this matchup. Yeah, the, the, the New, New England, England Patriots, Patriots can't, they can't stop quarterbacks. They're they not good time. defensively. Last week, Jason Campbell had 30 fantasy points against them. 
Uh, let me repeat that. Jason Campbell <laughs> had 30 fantasy points against they're, New England last week. They're giving up 21, a little over 21 points, fantasy points to quarterbacks. Ryan Tannehill can score 21 points against this team. That's a very good play during the playoffs. Tannehill and Cutler are very close in value this week. And I like how you said Tannehill needs to activate his legs. I like that. I like that. <laughs> On the 12th day of Christmas, Adam Wright gave to me a list of his likes and dislikes. And a phony. He's sharing that list with everyone. Well, the list of likes oh and dislikes. My. That's really? next on NFL Fantasy Live. Bring out the brown bags. Hey, everybody. Adam Rank here. And every week I publish my likes and dislikes in the world of sports, TV, movies, comic books, and so much more. This week, could the shield be breaking up? Say it ain't so, Dean Ambrose. We can discuss that later at NFL.com slash like, dislike. Let's talk fantasy football right now. My first like of the week, Andy Luck. Yeah, I get it. Not a lot of you trust him right now because he's been inconsistent. And after he had a season-high 32 points last week, you don't know what to think. But you have to press your luck against the Texans. He has owned Houston. In fact, nobody's owned Houston this much since Jermaine died in the 2005 World Series. Man, that was the Angels' year. But... Luck has thrown seven touchdown passes with no turnovers in the three games against the Texans, so you start him. A quarterback I don't like this week is Ben Roethlisberger. Look, there are not many quarterbacks who have played as well as Big Ben in recent weeks, but take a look at the box, Mark. Cincinnati, the one he keeps in the closet. That stuff is admissible. Ben has had 280 passing yards or less in 15 consecutive meetings and a touchdown or less in nine of his last ten, so please leave him on the bench. Let's go to our running back I like this week. Steven Jackson. Hey, I'm not mad at you, Steven, for nearly nuking my regular season. Make it up to me right now. Jackson has the Redskins who have allowed the most rushing touchdowns to running backs this season. Jackson has shown signs of life in recent weeks with eight fantasy points in his last three games. I mean, every one of those games. So make it up here. Do it again. Let's move on to a receiver. I will take a pass on, and it's Dwayne Bow. You think the matchup against the Raiders is good, but you'd be wrong. He's had fewer than 95 receiving yards in each of his 12 career games against the Raiders. And also, he scored only one touchdown in his last five against Oakland. I guess, like the rest of the league, he doesn't look at the Raiders as a big game or anything like that. So leave him on your bench. But a receiver I do like this week, Julian Edelman, or Edeltron, or Minitron, or whatever you want to call him. Julian has scored at least 10 fantasy points in three consecutive games. He's had nine targets in those games, and while the matchup isn't ideal, he has emerged as the go-to guy for the Patriots right there alongside a Shane Vereen. And now let's take a look at some more guys that I like and dislike. You see Russell Wilson. He is a Rule 5 draft pick of the Rangers, but I still like him. Gio Bernard, Roddy White, Martellus Bennett. Some guys to avoid this week. Andy Dalton, C.J. Spiller, Ray Rice. Heath Miller. And time now, though, to send it over to Jason Smith and the fellas for more. Thank you, Mr. Rank. Time now for our Hotels.com Fantasy Spotlight Spot Starts of the Week. It's the semifinals or first week of your playoffs. You don't want to make a change unless you have to. If you do, these are some guys you can play this week. Put them in your lineup with confidence. I know a guy we talked about a few minutes ago with Willis McGahee out. Akbar, you like Chris? Ogbonaya, and you know, Chris Ogbonaya to me is a big time play against the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears right now, their defense is giving up a half a point per carry. You do the math. I mean, if he gets 10 carries, he's giving you some good fantasy points there. And I think that because he's now going to be the lead guy taking a lot of the reps here, 
I see him having a big game. And when you look at Chris Ogbenaya's game, it's not just the running aspect of his well, it's the passing. And he has 41 catches on the season. That's a big part of who he is. He's very durable. And on top of that, he's got some flexibility in this offense. I like Ogbenaya. Yeah, even, even more value in PPR leagues. Yeah, yeah and, and on top of that, the Chicago Bears coming off of a short week. They're tied. All right, there you go. Obanaya is uh, one of the big guys for Akbar. Let's go back to Adam Rank. Uh, Rank, you like a defense for your big spot start this week. I do like a defense. I had to go pick one up in our Experts League, and I chose the Philadelphia Eagles, who have a great matchup this week against the Minnesota Vikings. In fact, the Vikings have allowed the six most fantasy points to defenses over the last month, an average of 10 points per game, which I will take because I need because no Sean Moreno and Eric Decker let me down, but this is a pretty good defense. The Vikings have 25 giveaways this season. That's good for more or fourth in the league. So the Eagles D, they are my spot start of the week. And Jason, before I throw it back to you, I have to give you some sad news. I am going to be inactive for the field goal kicking inactive? contest. Yeah, I'm what sorry. happened? Hip injury. So. Uh, I'm going to do – that's it for me. I'm going to bid you a fond adieu. I'm going to throw it back to you. Wow. Spot start. But uh, enjoy your weekend, everybody. I'm out of here. <laughs> All, right. All right. I guess in a, in a field goal kicking league with fantasy analysts, you have to drop Adam Rank and pick up Marcus Grant, I guess. Yeah, then. yeah. 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 Mar- Marcus Grant is a good play right there. I, you know, oh, I, 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 I've got some skills. You'll, but, you know, see. I'm kind of disappointed in Adam. After all the talks that I've given him about Tordal, he couldn't use an exercise Tordal right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, a guy I'm going to give you right now is Brian Hartline. You look at what's going on in the Dolphins' offense the last couple of weeks, and the offense is flowing more towards Hartline than it is anyone else. Wallace had a couple of big games, but Hartline has been better. 41 targets the last four games. That's the most on the team. 256 yards receiving the last three games, the most on the team. Ryan Tannehill's last three games has been his best three games. Hartline is his security blanket. You think of Hartline almost like a mini Edelman or someone like that on a team where, especially in a PPR league, he's got value, but regular flex or a wide receiver three. Brian Hartline against the Patriots, who are middle of the pack against the pass as far as giving up points to wide receivers. Hartline's a really good play this week. Marcus, you're going to give us another wide receiver before you get ready to kick a field goal. Exactly. I'm going to go with Harry <laughs> Douglas this week. and He was a guy who earlier in the season was a big part of that Falcons offense. In fact, he was the number one receiver at some point with Roddy White struggling. White has come back. That has lessened some of Harry Douglas' value. But this week, they're facing a Washington defense that we don't need to go through all the numbers. They're just bad. They've been bad all year. <laughs> just and tell now, the truth. And now they have so much turmoil going on around that team right now. All this stuff about Robert Griffin III, about Mike Shanahan, what's going on there. There are a lot of distractions going on in that Washington clubhouse. And I think the Falcons, they don't really have a lot to play for, but I think they're trying to salvage some pride. And I think Harry Douglas is a big part of what they do offensively. Yeah, it's funny because some games you look at two bad teams and you say, boy, this could be a game where the defenses do well. But this is one of those games where, oh, there's going to be a ton of points because they don't care. It's going to throw the football all day long. <laughs> Here's our fantasy spotlight. Spot starts the week presented by Hotels.com. Aqua likes Chris Obanaya for 15 fantasy points. Rank has the Eagles for nine. I got Brian Hartline for over 12 and nearly 10 for Harry Douglas against the Washington Redskins. Okay, the moment you've all been waiting for, or at least the moment that we've been waiting for, Kobe Jones. You're going to wind up seeing him right here. He scored over 70 career goals in international play as a member of the U.S. men's soccer team. That's a pretty nice trick there, Akbar. Yeah, he is. I can't do that if you paid me to. But we do pay you. Can he make a 30-yard field goal as part of our fantasy physical challenge? We join him outside and do it alongside him next. 
Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. We're quick change artists, aren't we? Yeah, that is. We uh, I'm pretty tired. It's the pull-away suit. <laughs> yes, that always helps. Outside stage one and two at NFL Network Studios in anticipation of Kobe Jones' field goal attempt. Now, before you, you, you try this here, what do you think the difference is going to be between kicking a field goal and, say, a penalty kick? Well, from what I've heard, I've talked to Robbie Gould, a good friend of mine. One thing that you got to do with the field goal is get it up high early to get all over the linesman. While in the penalty kick, you just want to hit it low and hard. And no one's running at you. They're kind of just standing there like this. <laughs> <laughs> staring at you. Staring. That's the pressure. Staring. All right, well, let's go. Let's try to kick Marcus head down there and Shag. You and I will kick at the end. Kobe's up first. Akbar's going to hold. So, Kobe, tell me this. It, now, it, it, the difference between football and football. Now, do you guys do you guys get like those motivation, those pep talks before games? Do you guys do that a lot of that rah rah stuff? Oh yeah, there's always some some of that going on. Uh, all right, does it sound a little bit like this? I want you to give me everything you got, everything you need right now to make that kick. We need you right now on Fantasy Live. Let's go. Does it sound kind of like that, or am I just yelling at you? That's well, yelling. That's, <laughs> that's some pressure too, though. You okay. put some pressure on me. Let me give you the Bill Parcells pep talk. This is Bill Parcells pep talk. Miss this in your cut. <laughs> Right. Everything I imagined it to be with them. All right. I'm going to give you my best try here. My Cristiano Ronaldo field goal attempt. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's pretty dead on right there. Right down the middle. Oh wow! Who's gonna be oh, picking me really up? Nice. Right. <laughs> oh, we're, we're all older. We're like fifty. Oh, yeah, we need <laughs> stuff to pick now, up. I'm left-footed, so you gotta get all right, excited. Akbar's gonna kick. You gonna give me the ball? Yeah, there you go. All right, Kobe. Now, do you have any advice for Akbar? Yeah, you making one? Akbar, you want me to hold it? What do you think? Yeah, yeah, hold it. Yeah, just like that. No pressure. No pressure whatsoever. Yeah, you, know? No, you just made it. But I have a size 15, so that's my advantage here. Size 15. Don't kick me in the head. I'm wearing my Kobe Bryant's, by the way. My Kobe for Kobe. All right. Good, you're wearing basketball. Coach, you need to call a timeout because you take too much preparation. Now watch this. Now watch how good I am. All right, this is for my boy Jay Feely. He taught me this. Oh, 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 that was a basketball Let's right there. Let's get a replay. <laughs> replay of this one. Oh, man. Kelby, replay of Akbar. Here we go. Akbar. Oh, what happened? Jay Feely, this is uh, you were a little off on your aim there. The announcer would say, that was doomed from the start. Yeah. <laughs> if you kick my finger, oh, I just got kicked. Akbar you. just kicked me, dude. You're wearing a watch. You are a kicker. You're wearing a watch while you're kicking. kicking. Don't kick my oh. wrist. All You'll right. be getting a note from my lawyer after the show. <laughs> Do not use your toes on this, please. I've seen it before. Kobe, now I'm going to hook one right into the NFL show. No toe poking. Just don't kick my hand. I've lost complete control of this crew. Let's do some fantasy <laughs> advice here, and then Marcus and I will show you how it's done. Come on down. We'll do some fantasy here. All right. So uh, thanks to our friends at Fantasy Genius, FantasyGeniusNFL.com. I'm going to put 60 seconds on the clock and roll through a bunch of viewer Fantasy Genius questions. So first question, Kobe, we'll start with you. Who do you start this week, Jay Cutler or Ben Roethlisberger? Now, for me, I like Big Ben. I think he's starting to heat up right now. Jay Cutler coming off an injury. I don't trust him in the first game back. Yeah, it's kind of tough when all of a sudden he's gone from not playing to playing. Exactly. All right, so go to Roethlisberger. All right, Andre Brown or Zach Stacy, Fab? Zach Stacy's mom has got it going on. <laughs> you had to ask me about Zach Stacy. I'm going with Zach Stacy against 
Kansas Saints. Their defense against the run can be had. I like Zach Stacy a lot this week. All right, Akbar, Chris Johnson or Pierre Thomas? You know, I'm going to have to go with Pierre Thomas. I like Pierre Thomas in situation. That was a little crowded backfield back there with the Ingram and the rest of the crew, but I like Pierre Thomas. All right, let's move on to the next one here. Marcus, this one's for you. Charles Clay or Jason Witten? I'm going with Charles Clay. He's been hot. I love it. He's really been a big part of the Dolphins' <laughs> offense lately. I, I got to go with Clay. All right. Do you start or sit Dennis Pitta this week? Oh, I'm going to have to go with sit on this one. Going to go with Dennis Pitta sit? Yep. All right. Here we go. Start or sit Martellus Bennett? Sit and start Jason Witten. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you We're talking about there. Charles Clay. <laughs> All right. Go Best of luck in your semifinals. That was terrific. Nice Thank job you. kicking field goals. Thanks for stopping by with us. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. All right, All right, now, Marcus and I will show, show you guys right, how let's to go. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's, let's, let's do this. So far, let's, let's, let's do this. Let's let's do this. official it. kick first. So, here we go. Here we go. Now, I, I, I will right. say, though, kickers are people, too. This stuff is hard. All right. Here we go. I never tried this before until now. Playing football? I thought you played in the league no, for, like, four years. No, no, no. I'm talking about kicking a ball. Oh! Like Vin Terry in the nice. snow. Nice. And it wasn't a topo. Right. It was not. <laughs> it was not. Do not topo. Forget Sunday morning. We'll see 11:30 a.m. Eastern on NFL Red Zone, NFL.com. Well, the latest fantasy news heading up to kickoff. Most likely. Nick Falk, this is for you. It's like this. Oh man! Can I get a re-kick? Look at this. he's going straight on. This is trouble. No, 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 a little, little, little bit tough. Here we go. Here we go. This is Nick Falk, MetLife Stadium Super Bowl to beat the Seahawks and win it all. This is it. No! Oh, oh, no! Oh, a little wide. A little wide. Oh, no! 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 That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 